When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey man, it's Kevin Smith, the guy who feels everything he says is so important that he's got six podcasts to his name. And you're listening to Hey Fam, another podcast he's trying to get his elbow inside of. Man, spread his voice around like a virus. Hey! Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levins. My name is Angus. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> 100 points to Angus. Yes. Can you tell uh, I'm playing by the rules this week because I'm just so jacked about what we're about to do in a few days? We've got a live episode happening this weekend, fam. It is called 104 Episodes In. It was deemed too hot for 2016, so we held it back a year. <laughs> we, we wanted to do a Hey Fam live every year uh, ever since its inception in t- 2015. But uh, we we came to the uh, Sydney Festival of this show, 2016. Yeah, I said, boys. <laughs> no, we we, came, we went to the the Festival of Dangerous Ideas, and they, they said, said we're changing our name. <laughs> too dangerous for one. Too dangerous. We're now going to call ourselves Antidote, which is true. They're like, we don't want to be associated even with this show. What's this? They actually, what is it called now? Antidote. What does that stand for? Uh, like a cure, like. <laughs> or oh, antidote. Antidote. No, right. sorry. Yeah, antidote. Yeah, I right. thought you wanted to know what it meant. <laughs> it's like it's like you got bin by a. I snake. thought you were like reading out like some. Um, no, anti fat. <laughs> like oh yeah, a bunch of a bunch of letters that mean that stand for. No something. no no. Um, Antido. I don't know. It's kind of it, it sounds a it, it's it's been cocked, hasn't it? It's <laughs> a festival of dangerous <laughs> ideas is being cocked. Calling itself antidote, pretty cocked. Um, well, I mean, no, we went all over. I the think place. it was Andrew Bolt's fault. Yes. You don't want that press. Like, you don't want to be associated with the Bolt Man, you know. If you're running a progressive festival or a day, you, you just don't want Andrew Bolt to kind of be associated with it. Like, you need a rebrand. I mean, we call, told them to call it a... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. For anyone listening right now that is like, well, I don't only get this lost. Like, I, I'm, I, I expect to get lost in HeyFam at yeah. some point, not 90 seconds in. Um, it's Sydney, the, baby. The Festival of Dangerous Ideas was a Sydney festival. Um, where it would just be like a bunch of like you'd have a dangerous idea like radical s- talks you, the day da- like very dangerous ideas like skyping Julian Assange at the Opera House. Oh really? That was <laughs> I, think, I think so. Like I just remember. Yeah, seeing- it was like people who 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 you know did something. People le- who shook the system exactly. You know? People who um interrupted not ag- interrupters is what I was looking for. Yeah. Aggressor was too too much. That's like more the festival of extremely dangerous ideas. Interrupters, yeah, like a Louis Theroux coming in to talk about. I don't know, living with pedophiles for a year or something <laughs> yeah. like that. But last year they got a um, known racist right wing, kind of our Bill O'Reilly. You'd almost put him out. Yeah, but like way worse. Wait, and I think he's way, the like, highest paid journalist in Australia. Oh, I think I read. But and he and he's someone that does not need any extra press or any extra no. platforms for whatever reason. He doesn't even have an editor. Like he literally just writes away and publishes, yeah. and that's it. It's this amazing echo chamber. They decided to give him. 
A platform. A, a platform at Festival of Dangerous Ideas. Not dangerous. Anyway, we've Should got a live be. episode happening this weekend. Yeah. Well, it's they didn't give us one either. So. That's right. Um, it wasn't Andrew Bolt that ruined that festival. It was our incredibly dangerous He said idea. to them, it's either me or the Hey Fan Boys. <laughs> and I said, well, we're, we're, ha- we're having neither and we're changing our name. Um, so, uh, we're doing an episode... Um, this Saturday in Sydney. That's September the 16th. That's um, right. A date you can also, like, never forget. You can forget it, but don't forget it this year, <laughs> I think. Never never forget every day in September. There'll be two things falling on stage this Saturday. <laughs> no, really. Our egos, because this is going to be <laughs> so one we're do- for the ages. We're doing an entire episode that's going to just try and get to the bottom of a certain tweet. By one Kevin Smith. Look, um, have a look at our last six or so episode uh, titles. Uh, maybe we could even just listen to you recite the tweet from v- verbatim. Sure. And uh, go. Ten years in and we bone like we're cheating on each other with capitalized each other. Full stop. A decade plus and her clit brown taint area still pones my dick. He did it, everybody. You know, I, I don't even know my seven times tables or stuff like that, but I will now know this tweet almost Forever. out of fear. Burned it's like into your those memory. words that you know how to spell because a teacher really grinded you and you're like, I need to learn how to spell, you know, xylophone, just the word is like a pretty advanced word as a five-year-old, but you can't spell like neighbor correctly for the rest of your life. You're like, <laughs> but I can spell xylophone, so don't worry about that. <laughs> so we're going to try and get to the bottom of that hor- horrendous tweet. Is it the worst tweet ever tweeted? Who would tweet something like that? Why would you tweet something like that? Is it actually an amazing sign of affection? What like, do they think of that tweet now? Yep. Perhaps we'll be Skyping with him. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, a dangerous Skype session with Kevin yeah, Smith via Julian Assange, moderated, but we've <laughs> moderated got, by Julian. We've put together a crack panel of of, of sexperts. Yeah, uh, we've got the horniest we, guy we know, Tommy Dasselow. But Andrew Bolt, but Andrew <laughs> got Julian Assange, <laughs> <laughs> and Louis Theroux, and we're going to be some, sitting and there some pedophiles. and some pedophiles. <laughs> and we're going to get to the bottom of this tweet. We've got we've got Tommy Dasolo, we've got Jen Fricker. But you're not allowed to call him Tommy Dasolo. He's the egg. You're he's right. He's the sorry. egg. Uh, legally, for reasons we probably won't go into until we're recording just live on stage. Uh, no, yeah, just for laughs. Also, just um, the festival, but also not, just for laughs. We're, we're calling him the egg. We're not allowed to say laughs. No, just in just the episode. For, just yeah, just yeah, for, and there's no laugh. Just for eggs. Yeah, just for eggs. Um, so we've got Tommy Dasolo um, from uh, Filthy Casuals and uh, Dum Dum Club, and fame. probably our third most frequent guest. After Alexi and Cameron. Yeah, and maybe Henry. So maybe fourth. Henry? Yeah. yeah. I think Egg's been on three or four And times. then if, Steel? If, if, if he's fourth, then Steel? fifth would be Jen. Jen. Jen Fricker. Yeah. Did our, she was our first ever Louis guest. Louis McCurdy was also in the live episode. That's true. There's a few, there's a few couple, mm. couple timers. Jen recorded a TV pilot with us that never saw the light of day. Thank God. <laughs> um, and also the, the Meeting Tree Boys are up there too. Yeah. But anyway, Jen oh. Fricker is one of the other guests um, at our live episode on Saturday. We're not picking favourites, but uh, if we didn't just read out your name, then you're not our favourite. <laughs> Becky Lucas, other favourite. Another favourite, sure. Yeah. She's not going to be there either. Uh, um, no. <laughs> but, but Eliza Riley, who you may have seen on your television screens in the very great... Growing uh, up gracefully right. and also the Hey Fam live episode back she from 2015. She was the voice of Mrs. Ari Gold. Yep. Uh, did a great job. Great job. Um, Jen Fricker was the, the voice of Lloyd. the most character we learned recently while right. watching the She's film. The only redeeming... Oh, the, Turtle. Mm, yeah, Turtle. He, he, he doesn't know better, you know? Turtle and, I guess, Lloyd and Mrs. Ari Gold are the only three likable characters Like the people who are constantly oppressed for their weight, sexuality, and, like, uh, genitalia. <laughs> like, Your they're gender. the only yeah. people, yeah. Um, those poor... The poor minorities on... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on, on poor, on, rich, handsome... Uh, Botoxed minorities um, And plus uh, We're going to include A big video game segment 
um, and uh, we have our friend. We originally had Michael Hing, but Michael Hing um, from who you would know from uh, the feed. The feed or League of Legends commentating, Le- yeah, <laughs> so, or somewhere in the middle. <laughs> and his uh, podcast, uh, "Free to a Good Home," um, which I'm a guest oh, on. You were on this next week, next week. Um, You're going to be on, Shit, but we uh, just destroyed the magic. He, he was going to do it, but he um, has to go to Toowoomba. I've had worse excuses for not wanting to do this, but that's up there. Like I don't know, that's a pretty. I, I, I'm not going to question that. Like I, like, I would like some sand from Toowoomba. What the fuck is he doing in Toowoomba for Vice? I don't understand. We'll have to. Oh, ask it's him. classic Vice. It'll be like, how good is the heroin in Toowoomba? We investigate or something like that. <laughs> we can't, with pedophiles we're and live Louis with Ferrer. some pedophiles in Toowoomba. <laughs> with Louis Ferrer. Um, and as so, moderated by Julian Assange. Instead of Michael Hing, um, a very last minute and very grac- gracious fill-in, mm. um, in fact, was on an episode with Michael Hing of Hey Firm last year. Uh, it's our it's our video games end of year expert Thomas McMullen, aka Shag, also host of Fussy Eater, a brand new podcast that's doing the rounds. Yeah, it's about he he um he has like refused the opposite to, of us. <laughs> yeah, we eat everything because we're cool, and he eats nothing because he's an idiot. But, but he's going through. Uh, but we're gonna uh, no. I'll say that joke front stage on Saturday. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> had a good joke. Yeah, but Shaq has a podcast called Fossey Eater in which every week he like eats like mushrooms or tuna, avocado, or sushi, olives. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know the shit, the shit we've been eating forever. Yeah, and it's cool. It's good. It's 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 a great idea. It's one of those podcast ideas where you are like. That's a good podcast. It's a really well put together podcast. Yeah, I love it. It's great. And he does and it our, with Peach, who's a huge fan of Hey Fam, actually. And our friend um, Lee Tran Lam was a guest as she well. She was a guest. Yeah, that's right. She she Fuck. brought brought him a mushroom burger Look at from that. Mary's. We are so We're so Sydney, mate. We are the infinity stones of the Sydney CU. The Sydney Postcut. The PC. Yeah, the SPCU. <laughs> Um, you're like Captain America. Am I really? You're in all of them. You're friend. <laughs> you're, you know, you're there. Are you your Bruce? Your, your Bruce <laughs> Banner. You're, 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 yeah, you're in this. So you're there. You've got Bucky hair. Uh, oh no, but I didn't try to kill you. That's true. But I, I was going to say you can be Bruce Banner in in space it, right now. No, where when he wears the t-shirt and jacket combo because I know you love to rock that look. It's my look. <laughs> it's my look. Um, anyway, of course we're getting sidetracked. Um, so that's happening. So it's me, Andrew Levins, mm-hmm. him, Angus Truscott. Jen Fricker, Tommy Daslow, aka The Egg. Eliza Riley. Just for laughs. Just for um, laughs. <laughs> Don't say it near him. Just say it. <laughs> um, Eliza Riley and Thomas McMullen. Yeah. It's going to be a real incredible show. Yeah. And we're doing an after party as well. Yes. With all you can eat tacos. It's amazing. All you can eat tacos. Seven hours of music I've, se- I've seen. That's, yep. That's, that's why I'm DJing for seven hours this Saturday. That's, night. that's insane. That's great. Um, Please. Oh, and if you want to see a fucking egg play airbase, yeah, I guarantee totally. you, yeah, totally. come to this after party. Because when's it start? Five? Five o'clock, yeah. Like about 8 p.m. There'll oh, be air- 6 p.m. 6 p.m. <laughs> 6 p.m. He'll be fucked. 6 p.m. He'll be-, he'll be fucked. There'll be an egg in the middle with a red face playing air. Make sure you play some hella bassy songs around an hour in. Because this guy's going to be, and I'm going to be filming it. I'm going to be right there filming totally. it and uploading it to our page. <laughs> this whole thing is just us. The show, the after party. Everything is just us making fun of Dazzler. No, like, I'm so excited to have him in Sydney. This is like the, this isn't even a live episode for no. for us. It's just it's a him. I want to lock him in to for like this is all based around him. Like this possible. is all based around him. 100. He's staying here all weekend. So when he finally has a bed, like he doesn't have to sleep on the couch anymore. Oh my god, I can't believe that. Like, yeah, Long time listeners of the show will know that Tommy sleeps on Angus's couch whenever he's in Sydney. I might just. Say the bed's broken. <laughs> just like so sleep on this. It's a good. It's actually. It's a weird. It's a weird couch. It's a weird couch. I got it for free. It's one of those couches you put up with till you buy a better one. Yeah. Um. It was from London though. I you, got told recently. You got a spare bed now though. 
I do. Put the couch in, on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll say that's the cat's room and like you're not allowed to sleep. <laughs> I'll just be like, no, that's her bed. Like she doesn't really sleep on it, but if she wants to, like at least the, the options, options there. there. Yeah, exactly. You should just sleep out here. Cat right. And he's heaps allergic to her as well. It's so oh, this weekend's <laughs> gonna be so good. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you want to come and see this incredible mess live, it is mm. Saturday the 16th It's like $17. It's so cheap. Um, and, cake uh, wines. Yeah, cake wines in Redfern. After party is at Bad Ombres in Surrey Hills. Um, all the tickets for everything is on hey uh, hey, facebook.com slash heyfanpodcast. Yeah, all or, the events are up. Or you can just look uh, search for them on Mosh Ticks. We'd early, love to see you there. Early bird tickets are out, but regular ones still there. It's still so cheap and there'll be tickets on the door if it hasn't sold out. I oh, imagine. Yeah. I can't wait. Angus... Uh, on with this show. Yeah. Um, so we, we've been so busy organizing all these ridiculous, like we have so much, if you go back and listen to our other live episode, we put so much effort into this yep. one and we promised that this one would be less effort, but I feel like it's as much, even though I, I, don't, like, I think it's as much effort, but it's going to be less things. So it's going to be a better, tighter product. That's right. You know, um, we had, last one was like a variety show. It really was. This, this is more kind of, of a is debate. Still. That's right. Not yeah, a debate, yeah. like a, yeah, like a thesis or something. Media watch. This is media watch. <laughs> <laughs> Nine years late, watchdog. <laughs> We're too busy watching Louis Theroux and <laughs> let's not go there. And <laughs> <laughs> Toowoomba pedophiles. Yeah. Um, Michael Hing's going to get that Walkley. You watch, he's giving up this weekend to go get a Walkley. Don't tell Tilly. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Prior guest on Hey Fam. <laughs> Only playing one. himself Only one That's right Yeah Him and Danny Clayton They played themselves I think. And you know what They played themselves <laughs> You played yourself No Mitch Orr Mitch, Mitch Orr played Mitch, himself Mitch from the Mitch And played himself That's right That was when it No was... Tom Tilly played Shane Warne Oh that's right But it, that's what I meant Played himself Yeah <laughs> um, This is a great episode Angus. This is a really good episode um, So we've been so time. busy Like organising this live episode That we were like We kind of Oh shit What have you been doing What have you been Watching, reading, playing, etc. Um, both of us have been playing a lot of Mario plus Rabbids. Some of us more than others. I 100% of that motherfucker. That's crazy. That's great. Congratulations on 100% of your first Switch game. And like my first game in a long time too. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I 100%ed something. I did Lego Dimensions until they released all the, all the extra packs. I, I think I, I, I tried. I platinumed at the very least. That's a lot. Platinum's, yeah. you know, it's be- better than gold. That's right. <laughs> I've, I've seen the records. Uh, I... Got like 80 something on Metal Gear Solid 5, which that's is right. a lot. That's huge. Yeah, like that's huge an enormous that game. game. I think yeah. you can finish it on like 50 or something. That's the closest I've been for years. 100% is really hard now, especially with DLC, online gaming, like, especially with that tr- the trophy culture, you know, with like, yeah, totally. Shit. So, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, and I, like, this, I'd, I'd finished it by the time we recorded last week. That's insane. And um, I, you know, I, I you unlock these four challenges at the end, and I, I finished one of them. And it was a real ball ache to get through. And then um, I tried the next one. I just got my butt handed to me very fast. And That's I was wild. Like, and I kind of looked at what the other three, other two were. And I'm just like, man, I, I'm never going to be able to do these. I remember you showed me one before you came here last week. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it was super long. It was, it was so like, like, yeah, like, it was like an escort mission. Long. Yeah. Oh, um, I hate escort missions. Yeah, but I, I, I figured out a tactic for it. And I just like woke up this morning. I'm like, fuck it. I can 100% this game. And I was like, even like, because it's a tactical thing, I guess I could look at a walkthrough and just copy them. And I was like, no, I can do this. I finished you the did game. It? So, like, man, I did it one after the other. I didn't die once. That's amazing. Um, I, I, I was so proud of myself. So you're essentially the, the, a general now in an army. 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah please. Cool. Um, Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Um, Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Give me, a, give me a call. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's talk. Tom Tilly. Uh, 
Let's talk. You know, I co-produced that catchphrase with him. Yeah, I, I, it was uh, used in a very weird Triple J video last week. Mm, I, but I mean, no that, comment? We worked on that years ago, that catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. It's stuck around. It's stuck around longer than some people People are still talking. People are... We're let's. It's inviting. It's a, good, it's, it's a positive catchphrase. Uh, so, I... Um, I just want to tell you about this last, this last mission I did. It was, it, um, was it a real mission or like one of those VR missions? Ultimate mission. Ultimate, ultimate. ultimate challenge, whatever the fuck it was called. Ultimate They're like the VR missions in Metal three. Gear Solid, the original one. You could like get dropped in rooms and it would be like a virtual space like those ones and put all like enemies and you'd have to, you know, do things like sneak past 10 people or right. kill 10 people without the first person noticing and stuff. So the ultimate challenge is you have to make it to an area, which is ages and ages and ages away. You have to do it in 20 moves. Wow. And on my... Oh, no, 12 moves. So you get to pick moves. your players. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you get to pick your your players. And for those who haven't played it before, Mario Plus Robots is like a um, tactical RPG. It's like your... Uh, you know, that one that was huge on DS. What's that, that one again? Um, Advance Wars? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Or XCOM. X- it's more like XCOM. Which are two games that I'm going to endeavor to play more. I've had, I've had Advance Wars before, but not, I never finished one. It's about time it comes back. Amen. Maybe this is the game that's going to... Help it come back. Um, so I, um, I, I was playing. This is my last challenge that I was doing, and I, I like, my, my, I lost Mario. I lost like my, my, my core team. My favorite team is Luigi. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have Mario. Mario's a kind of all rounder. Um, he's not bad. He's not bad. Uh, Luigi has low health, but he can. He has. The, he has the biggest movement range, and yeah. he's a sniper, so he can shoot from ages away. And he has this great move where in between um, moves, if anyone. Like moves on the on the on the on the field, you he'll just, he'll snipe him out. It's, it's so, so it's so rewarding. It's so and he can do it three times. That's wild. And you, if you plan it really well, you can take out like half the enemies. Like that's in, crazy in, in one move. Um, so I uh, I lost Mario really early on, like, and then I lost Luigi not soon after that. And all I had left was my boy Rabid Luigi, the who boy, is the bastard cross child. We thought we'd of, hate him. Of a, a rabid and Luigi. He looks like one of Alvin the Chickmunks as well. He it's really does. That, yeah. Like baggy big shirt on, the hat back to front. Um but he, he looks has like a, he could be in the squeak wall. He has zombie powers and that means that It's not explained, is it? Like where, is, is this a rabid thing? Then maybe it's a rabid thing that we don't know about. Maybe right, yeah, sure. Maybe it's rabid cannon. Um but so if he if he strikes an enemy, he leeches their health. And he, you can also tag an enemy, and then any any of your anyone from your team that shoots that enemy leeches their health too. It's wild. So it's such a great way to kind of revive your your characters. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so it was just him. I had like I was I wasn't even halfway to the to the to the end yet, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to see how far I can get with Rabbit Luigi because I'm, I'm I'm still enjoying myself." I make it all the way till the end, and then someone shoots me and it bounces me in the middle of this kind of like island just before the safe zone that I need to reach. Oh, wow. And I can't move off this island. And I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm on my 11th. Why does tw- it exist? I've, I've, I just finished. Oh, it's just, I, I think it is, is there just to like, you know, you can, I guess you could jump one person on there and then jump. I don't, I don't know. If you had three, you could potentially use it to, sure. to good effect. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm stuck on this island. I have, I, I'm on my my last move, mm. so I'm like, "Fuck! This is all been for nothing." Actually, you know what? I'm just going to stand in the middle of this island and hope that someone else shoots me, and I get bounced into the safe zone. Angus, would you fucking believe 
the last shot from that that, that could potentially be you got bounced, the 12th baby. move. I got bounced and I and I and I beat the the, the third challenge. It that was, was such, it. You're done. It was such a glorious moment. When did that happen today? That happened this afternoon. That's I, huge. I threw my hands in the air. Were you playing handhold or docked? Uh docked. Travel or regular? Not true, regular. Regular. It's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah. It's stupid not to. Uh, and I threw my hands up in the air and yes. then I went and I went and I did when well, I, I did training. <laughs> Is that how you celebrate? I, I went and I went to F45. Oh wow, that's did good. a session, bro. How was it? Oh, it was it was very fucking hot in Sydney today. Yeah, it was thirty two where I was. So this is my first since being a healthy boy. It's my first time training in heat. Were you just like, oh, it this sucked. is a whole different kettle yeah, of fish? Yeah, it was yeah. no good. So after when it's cold, it actually feels good when you like exercise because you warm up. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, this feels good. Um, especially when you get there and like your your feet are all like crispy. Yeah, it's so cold. And, and now it's not. Up. Now yeah. they're sweat and gross. I was just like so fucking hot, and so I, I went to um to Coles and just hung out in the, in the freezer section for 10 minutes after my workout. You get him trying to get a Walkley or something, just doing a piece. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Who hangs out in the about, freezers. Yeah. It's a big thing. Um, freezer pedos. We're, we're, we're doing the, uh, the expose. It's the one that for will get asked the Walkley. Yeah, the hey, festival danger fe- idea said no. Antidote said yes, but we don't want to do anything with Antidote. Yep. Vice said maybe, but we're like, no, we're doing it ourselves. So, I got the officially you you unlock a new ending because I've I've officially got a hundred percent. But did you know that the um you can you can you know you're meant to go back and get perfect on all of the um oh, wow. all the battles that doesn't actually amount to your um percentage at all. Oh okay cool that's good then. I and so any normal person it's just for mining money I guess right. Yeah, any normal person would be like, well, I've hundred percent of the game. I don't need to go back and do that. No, this. I got. Maniac. I came back from training and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to go fit, get the perfect on all these things." Fuck. I love this game. It's such a good game. It is. It's so a great I, game. I, I tweeted about it this afternoon, um, and I, I tagged um, David, the um, Italian. Uh, no wonder he fucking loves Mario so much. Yeah, of course. It's probably probably sees a father figure in it. Maybe he was abandoned <laughs> as a child or something. Um, so yeah, I, I tagged the um, the the director of Mario Plus Rabbids, and he wrote back to me. Um, it feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels so fucking good. I, uh, man, I'm so happy. What's next? I don't Mario know. Odyssey? Yeah, I guess Mario Odyssey. I, I, I've got a few things. I, I wrote like a massive list of games I wanted to play. Oh, that's right. You have a massive list. While I have like my, the, the house ones. to myself while my wife teaches and she finishes her like her semester next week. So you've got to cram that shit in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to try and finish Kingdom Hearts 2. So I'm going to try and do that before Mario did you, Odyssey did comes out. Did you put out. that on ice? Uh, yeah, I was f- for rabbiting. <laughs> Are you gonna get a rabbit's tattoo? Or if a there were rabbits sticker? in Kingdom Hearts, maybe I'd still be playing it. Fuck, man, are you are you pro, so pro rabbit now? You're just like, damn it, I love him. Well, that was the biggest thing. I, I tweeted at him, and I was just like, you know, like I can't believe that my second favorite game on the Switch and one of my top three games of the has year so far has fucking rabbits in it, I mean, and rabbits that I grew to be quite fond of. Yeah, like, by the end, like you start having a form of affection. So now, when it when you go back to the menu screen. It goes like there's so many rabbits hanging out at Peach's castle, and they just run to the camera going "bwah," and I'm like, "That's real funny." <laughs> and you're like, "Damn it, it's wait, officially wait. funny." Damn it, <laughs> I'm still not there yet. I'm an ally. I'm, I'm join me in being a, a rabbit ally. I'm not at this level. <laughs> yeah, you are a big rabbit ally. It's fine to be a rabbit ally. Um, so the reason I was I, I, I did that big segue um, was that uh, you know we were talking about fuck we haven't really been doing much in the way of uh, of media. Yeah. What are we going to talk about? Well, uh, lo and behold, uh, we went to bed. What's funny is last week I was hosting Star Wars trivia, right? Yeah. And I had a question in there, which was at one stage, who's directing Star Wars Episode Nine? I thought it'd be an easy one. 
Turns out I should have put it in there because it was it wasn't easy. That was last Tuesday night. We woke up on Wednesday with the news that Colin been let go, mm-hmm. which is why that's how you pronounce Trevorrow. Yeah, that's sorry. Yeah, Colin been let go, and we were kind of scratching our heads, going last week on last week's episode, thinking, okay, well, that's crazy. There's a screenwriter, the guy who wrote Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, whose name uh, is Jack 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 Throne. Pretty pretty British and like you know regal sounding name. Yep. Good for him. Good for him. And uh, had had some chats over the week. Found out that Colin usually worked with a writing partner with uh, for Safety Not Guaranteed, Jurassic World. And when Disney, sorry, when Lucasfilm were like, uh, the script's not good enough, we're going to set you up with somebody else to write this. That's when uh, shit hit the fan. Oh, right. So to speak. And, you know, he was kind of just hanging in there and they let him go. Wasn't working. And then so we were kind of scratching our heads going, oh, who's going who's it going to be? We Ryan both, Johnson to us was we, a very obvious choice. Totally. And I, I, we definitely did say, or J.J. Abrams. But to me, I thought there was more of a chance of Ryan... Yeah, JJ, I, thought, I, I think it definitely makes more sense to get Ryan Johnson. Because I think The Force Awakens is such a monumentally well... like It's a monumental film in the sense it brought back Star Wars. It was, it, it was that movie that was made with so much love. We don't need to talk about it. But the reboots we've seen since then uh, don't hold a fucking like, dime to what The Force Awakens did. You know, It just had so much love for the original films. It was made for all of the right reasons. And I kind of thought, oh, JJ's probably like exhausted or... You know, he did, he did it. He, he did it. He, he did a yeah. great job. He made like an amazing chapter one. And we wake up this morning, he's writing and fucking directing Star Wars Episode Nine. It's like the best news. So, you, yeah, I, I, you, you sent me that at 5 a.m. Yeah, I woke up to feed the cat and... Oh, I thought you woke up to watch the, uh, the no, Apple, no, 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 Apple no. keynote. I already knew it was coming. We all knew it was coming. <laughs> um, I, I was going to watch that when I was a little, little wider awake because I didn't want the screen like to wake up you know, <laughs> the, the sound or anything. But uh, it was a push notification on my phone from like uh, Apple News. Oh, wow. And it's like... J.J. Abrams is now directing Star Wars Episode Nine, and I'm like, "What? That's insane!" And just for and he's uh, writing it. And the good news is, it's been pushed back to December 2019 because we were meant to be in March 2019 or May, yeah, which May. was the original. That's when Star Wars movies used to come out uh, right. in May. But I kind of really love the December vibe, especially for Australia, where Christmas. it's Christmas. Uh, it's warm. It's our summer. Like it, it was used to come out in the U.S. summer, but now it's coming out in the U.S. winter which I think is, it's obviously not affecting box office. It's the highest grossing movie every year. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, and he's he's writing it again and he asked for more time. It sounds like it's not a rush job. He's like, I won't meet that deadline. And that's what happened when he came on to do The Force Awakens. Right. It was going to come out in May. And then he was like, no, no, I'm going to want to make the right movie. Give me, you know, half a year more. And I, it, it just, the thi- it's good because the things that worked about The Force Awakens are happening again. There's a lot of... A lot of people don't like JJ who likes Star Wars, which I don't understand. I mean, I know I, I, I accept it, but I also think that's kind of weird because he's, to me, he's made like one of the best Star Wars movies, hands down. One of the most watchable yeah. ones. Like I can watch The Force Awakens so many times over. I don't have any real complaints about it. You know, I have like little nitpicky things, but at the end of the day, like, you know, it, it, it's, it's a phenomenal movie. Yeah. It has so much rewatchability too, I think. And sets up so many classic characters. And introduces that, so many awesome new ones so well. Like, well, that's a, no, I mean like, you oh, know, so, it, yeah, it introduces sure, sure. the new ones as strongly as the ones. Think that of what happens written. in the first five minutes. Like the conversation with Poe and Kylo is so good. Like, we don't even know who these people are, but we know everything about their characters based on th- 
that exchange and it's it's great i i couldn't be happier it's such good news for we never were into colin let him go we're trying to tell yeah. ourselves oh, it could be okay get out of here it's it's you know kind of like we said the standalone movies get ex- let's try and get experimental on those Start making some obtuse choices with directors, I think. Like, go back to picking people who you're going to not fire for doing something different. But, you know, keep J- let JJ do nine. It's going to be it's gonna be what we want and need. It's, and like, I'm, it's worked before. I'm sure Ryan Johnson will, will, will have some involvement. I read today, again, Grain of Salt, that he was asked first and declined. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's insane. I mean, he did come off it. You know, this movie right away. I think JJ's had that two-year cycle to reset himself mentally and be like, "Yeah, no, fuck it. Like, let's. Let, I'm so ready to do a new one." Yeah, cool. And I kind of love that he's coming back to finish the the story that he started. That to me is awesome. Yeah, and he'll be the first. Was he in, was he uh, like the main writer of Force Awakens? Or? Yeah. So Michael Arndt wrote the first script. Who wrote uh, Toy Story three and Little Miss Sunshine? Yep. And then when that was before there was a director. And then JJ came along and the, he wasn't finishing. The, he, he There was no malicious feelings, apparently. It was just Michael Arndt couldn't finish it in time. Right. It was just, he was taking like two years. Sure. And then uh, JJ came along with Lawrence Kasdan, who, as we know, wrote Empire, uh, Rage of the Lost Ark, Return of the Jedi, and now the upcoming Han Solo movie. And yeah, just jumped on that and took his time, wrote the script. And I thought it was a great script. He's now doing this. Is the only alarm bell with Chris Terrio, who uh, wrote Argo, which won Oscar for best film. And just leave it at that. <laughs> but also, he came in at the last minute to clean up parts of Batman v Superman at um, Ben Affleck's insistence. But he's also a, he's one of the main writers of Justice League, right? Well, may- he was, but was. now maybe, yeah, <laughs> now maybe it's uh, the woman respecter, <laughs> <laughs> Joss Whedon, Justice League. Uh, who we found out recently it doesn't really respect women <laughs> as much as he wants you to think he does. But yeah, what crazy news. What do you think? What are, you, what are your thoughts on JJ come back for nine? Is it kind of like let out of left field for you? I was, man, I just, I just needed a relief. You know, yeah. that, that, that shows that like, like I think, uh, yeah, it is the safe option, but it's the good safe option. The other safe option was getting fucking options, like Spielberg or, or like that was, you know, that was, yeah. the, the, oh, fuck that. That would have been so bad. There was some people like I was thinking, you know, who could be interesting? John Favreau. I thought could have oh, been wow. an interesting yeah, choice. Sure, yeah. Brad Bird's always been thrown around. But I, 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 yeah, I, don't, I don't think I still Brad think those Bird guys works need to well their with actual people. Yeah, he's great with uh, polygons. Yeah. But JJ's just. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Such a, not only I think is safe is one word, but the word that comes before safe for me is just like right choice. And it's, it's, it's honestly surprising. I'm so surprised. By yeah, me news. too. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, great. Awesome. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I thought that like, you know, that, that, that ship had sailed. Yeah, I almost thought there was as much chance as him coming back as George Lucas. Yeah, wow. It's crazy. Yeah, and now yeah, he's yeah. the second director out of, after George Lucas to direct more than one Star Wars film. Which That's is pretty awesome. wild. Yeah. What's Bad Robot and you know JJ's production company done since Force Awakens? Um, Cloverfield Lane. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, uh, stuff like that. I don't know, just like. And small he did stuff. that that eleven that, that Stephen King show, right? He was yeah, that was before Force Awakens. No, was it? Wasn't it? No, it was after. Yeah, wow, <laughs> wild. <laughs> yeah, he's, they're always doing stuff. Like yeah, the yeah. last Star Trek movie, the Justin Lin directed one. Like they're doing shit on the reg. They're just like a regular little production company now, which is wild. I don't know if they've got anything to with eight. I don't think so. Yeah. But they will now with nine. Oh, I'm glad you're happy. It's 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 the greatest news. It's just great. It's I'm very happy because nine was kind of like, it seemed to be marred this whole year with bad news. We had the passing of Carrie Fisher, mm-hmm. who we kind of have been led to believe nine was her movie. Sure. That was going to be her big arc, and unfortunately, yeah. you know, you kind of can't blame Colin and his writing partner for if they went in going to make that film, and then being told that you know one of their biggest assets is taken away from them. You kind of can't blame them for yeah. not moving on a script. They must have been married to an idea. And what about this other guy that just was brought on last week and has already been let go, but his name is everywhere, just in like press releases and being like, "This guy's doing it." And you can see he's like, "Yeah, I'll buy the, that yacht." I, you know, I've, <laughs> Harry Potter. I was kind of, oh, I'll be a bit humble, but not Star Wars. I'll definitely get the, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll extend the kitchen or something. And then it's just like, oh. Nope, just off it again. <laughs> and now, like, his name sullied to, for future things, I guess. So funny. So weird. Yeah. But I hope, it's the, I hope it's the end of a series of, it's like, shuffling cards that has been Lucasfilm this year. And that's just sticking to their guns, please, from now on. Yeah. Like, make that right choice and then we get going. It seems they moved away from what I always thought. Maybe I didn't. Maybe, maybe we were never told this, but it's how fans interpret it, that the... Uh, you know, the Skywalker family films were going to be classically Star Wars directed and these side movies would be more, you know, experimental. Yeah, Rogue One was pretty much a Star Wars movie. It looked a bit different, but it was still very kind of traditionally Star Wars. There were like slight little film tropes that you don't see yeah. in Star Wars movies. That's about but it. it was less a war movie than a Star Wars film. It was yeah. more Star than war. That's true. And... I don't know. Hopefully soon Disney relax and or Lucasfilm relax. I'm not sure who it is and let these films be made. Because they seem to be doing that with Marvel movies now, which is good. It did take almost 10 years, didn't it, to, yeah, to yeah. get to this point? I mean, arguably what, Guardians 1 was the first time we kind of got that kind of yeah, relaxed yeah, totally. genre. And then, and then then you got the Ant-Man debacle. You got Ant-Man, yeah. And then we got uh, Guardians 2. Obviously, Ragnarok's going to be Ragnarok more or less. Like, yeah, the first proper true genre kind of Is there any some movie? great stuff? Uh, there, there's been a lot of press coming out. I think uh, Embargo's been lifted or there's, you know, all the on-set reports have been coming out. Taika's just awesome. 
Yeah. Oh, he just man. said like he basically he's like I don't mind the first two Thor movies, but nothing that happened to them affects this movie and I'm treating this like the first Thor movie. Just shit like that. I'm like, that's such a good way to go in. Like, yeah. And he's complete. You can have a look at the poster. You look at the art. You even look at the character designs. It does look like a brand new like film. Yeah. His internet presence is phenomenal. He's as so well. good. He's, he's so funny. He's so funny at Comic-Con this year. Yeah, totally. When he uh, posted. Although all, incorrect all actors. The, yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, Very well he rules. Back to Star Wars quickly. You mentioned that how happy you are the date for... um. December. Yeah, he's being moved from May to December yeah. for episode nine. Do you hope they do that with the Han Solo movie? Because that's currently coming out. It's what, still next tracking year apparently in May? in May. Yeah, right. It's still tracking for May. I mean, again, I'm with you. I like having a, a Star Wars movie in December every year. Yeah, though, if they're going to test seeing what it's like when something comes out in May, I'm uh, I'm fine if it's a standalone movie. Like, sure. There'll probably be a time come soon when we're getting two Star Wars movies in one year. And I heard that they're, that they're not like, doing that. Well, no, I heard that like this is episode nine apparently, and then that, like there's no they pump the brakes for episodes. a bit. Yeah, I, I think that that's what I've kind of heard, and I mean, again, we, I think Disney even said that, or Kathleen yeah. Kennedy said that, and I think they just want to age up everybody. Right. You know? Yeah. Like true. let Ray be epic. the older yeah. Jedi or something, you know, and it's essentially all the Star Wars movies are, you know, the the person who was old in one of them is either the, the young in one of them, sorry, is either the villain or the teacher in the next one. Um, we didn't talk about your Force Friday purchase. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, classic Star Wars. Um, Star Wars, to me, one of, the, one of the greatest tropes of Star Wars is you can name every species of alien. Like, some people like me can name every species of on-screen alien, uh, you know, where they live, their habitat, etc. But not only are those species never mentioned on screen, they generally don't even have speaking lines. Yeah. <laughs> and that, to me, that's, like, that's so synonymous with Star Wars. I think Star Wars is, like, the first type of... You know, franchise to... And I, I think that adds to its whole believability and richness as a lived-in universe that everything tries to emulate now in some sense. You know, everything is a side character. You know, Boba yeah, Fett... How, how much Boba of the Fett's world like has been like an icon of that, built. you know? Yeah, yeah. He, his name was never said in any of the films. Uh, in, the first, he's in, in the first film he was in, he had four lines, but he was like the most iconic, cool-looking toy because... Because of that design. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And if you've seen anything about Episode Eight, you've seen these... Tiny owl meets penguin meets puffin meets seal. Seal, weird little creatures called porgs that are no taller than 20 centimeters and apparently are native to the island that Luke is on, that uh, planet called Actu. Do you want to go get it? Um, we, yeah, I can go get it. Because it makes some pretty funny noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, this is kind of like, I guess, when the BB 8 toy came out. Yeah, when we got the Sphero BB-8s. Yeah, and we kind of learned what BB-8s uh, personality would be like. Even though they changed the noises Even though they changed us. them all, which was, uh, you know, I know you some of people and myself kind of attached to the earlier ones, but it doesn't sound like BB-8. It was um, like generic. Well, the, 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 then they updated the Sphero toy so he had the, the, new, new, sounds. the new sounds. The new sounds. The Bill Hader and Ben Schwartz sounds. Yeah, maybe they didn't have them yet in the film. Maybe that's what they were running with until yeah, they yeah. hired them. I'll go get the pork. Do you know, I wonder if any... Uh, any famous comedian has helped with the Porg speech in uh, in episode eight. Who, who, who do you think? Um, I reckon. Uh, I'm trying to think of someone shit, but I'm, my mind's blank. I can only think of good good comedians. Jason Lee in the Kevin Dasselow. Smith. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Kevin James. Kevin yeah, James. Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've got to hear. It's kind of um. 
It's fluffy. How do you, how would you describe it? There he is. It's the, very like naughty, nautical, isn't so, it? There's something right, you say. love this weird toy. Yeah, it's great. I mean, they could, you know, it could be the new Ewok. I don't know. That noise is fucked. Like it makes that. I like that. that. That's fucked. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, now it wants to be on the show. That, I think it's making noise like a pack of them would make. It seems. Yeah, that that that. that oh god. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying, man. You're terrified of it. I don't. I I just find that noise very abrasive. Um. Well, these are what Luke's been hanging out with for all those years. Which is kind of cool. So he's definitely going to be evil then. Huh? <laughs> he's yeah. definitely going to be evil. That, that, that's the only noise he's been conversing that's with. That's probably why he's so cranky. <laughs> but yeah, that was my Force Friday purchase this year. Porgs. I'm allergic to porgs. I'm sorry. Yeah, just, shit, you sneezing. are. This guy hates porgs. Um, I mean, they have potential look to be the next Ewok. I think they look cute and cool. I just don't think that, I think that, that that noise. I hope that they change the noise before the movie because I, 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 I guess time will tell. Let's find out. Let's revisit that December seventeenth or whatever it's going to be here. Porg watch. Yeah. Um, so speaking of watches, Ang- Angus, Apple watches. Wow, the segs are only they featured getting prominently better. in a keynote that happened this morning. But they weren't the most prominent thing. iPhone X, ladies and gentlemen, ten. Oh, that's Roman numerals, of course. Yeah, it's ten, baby, tenth anniversary of the phone. Um, but someone re- didn't watch the keynote, <laughs> so we've got. I know, I know, but, they, but, but you know, it is weird <laughs> because we've got the iPhone seven. We've got the also, seven. They also announced the iPhone eight. Are they gonna do an iPhone nine? Yeah, I'm guessing they will. And then I'm not sure. Does the ten just remain? It's they'll always offer a traditional phone in the sense that there's not all screen. And that'll cycle through, but the X is called an X because it's different. Maybe I don't know the set, the ten, and symbolically it's used. It's like, who knows? So we're not we're not a tech blo- tech podcast per se, but we, we we do we do you know have a lot of Apple we're, products we're, in our lives. We're consumers of uh, yeah of tech. tech. Yeah. <laughs> um, were you drooling for the for the X or? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. mean, it just looks sick. It's like it's like the you know it's to me. You know, the seven's awesome. We love the seven. We use it all the time. But it was just kind of a a better version of what was already out there. This is like the first time I've seen a phone from Apple in probably five years where it's like, oh, that's like so advanced to what we've seen. Sure. The whole screen, the face ID stuff, the... Yeah, I'm just, what, I just I, can't I wait to people use saying it. that there's no bezel. What does that mean? So the bezel is, see how there's a black at the top and the bottom of this phone? Yep. That's a bezel. Oh, right. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So the, the, the it's part, like infinity. The part it's like an infinity pool. Screen. Imagine yeah. an infinity pool. Oh, infinity, it's like an infinity, infinity pool. pool. So if you were Vinny Chase and you're in your uh, Malibu infinity pool, he has the iPhone 10 of pools. Whereas like, I guess... Uh, drama. No, drama wouldn't. Drama would have like, you know, a, a membership to the gym pool, <laughs> which has a bezel around it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's what the bezel is. So uh, it, it's it's retailing for a thousand US it's for a so sixty-four wild. gigabyte one. That's I mean, so which expensive. doesn't really mean anything to me because I don't who who buys for a phone outright. 
Yeah. You go, on, mean, you go on a plan. You spend more overall, but not really. Australia, apparently Australia is like one of the, like people in the US and stuff are just so jealous of our plan situation. Here. Oh, really? Yeah. It's something that I know isn't really, I, well, I, I can't speak for other countries, but I know there's nothing that really exists like that in the, um, in the US. Oh, that's insane. So a lot of people in the States have always been like, I can't believe you guys like just pay that off month by month. You know, I think it's starting to get better, but you know, two or three years ago, it just was unheard of. Yeah, because like, I've got a really big um, iPhone 7, like a massive hard drive, and I think I pay mm. like $110 a month on yeah, my plan. Yeah, I pay something like that. And then, and then now, obviously, that covers your, your calls and your texts and your, and your data. Your data, everything. I've got such an enormous data plan. Oh, mine's like but 20. What's yours, like 20 gig? I've got like yeah, 20 something, gig. something like that. And yeah. I get, yeah, and I, but I've got Apple Music for free with my plan. That's so good. And Apple Music also doesn't use my data, which That's is mad. That's so good. And then um, I also did got signed up for this thing where after I've had the phone for a year, I can pay... Do that trade up thing, I can right? pay $100 to trade up to whatever new phone you can do it? Out. I, I hope I can get iPhone X. I reckon you'll be able to. See, I own this one outright just because I sold my last one, which was a year on a plan, but in perfect condition. Yep. And I was just like, oh, I'll just buy one. Cause I, and then... So I'm out of contract and can just jump on that X as soon yeah, as it comes right, out sure, yeah. and then sell this probably for some cash. Some sweet cash. Tom Tilly bought my last one, funnily enough. Person <laughs> who's mentioned most in this show. Still using it. I check in on That's it so all funny. the time. He's kept very good care of it. It's got a crack in the screen, which kind of um, has upset so me. So whenever he tells you, let's talk, he's doing it on your own. He's doing, yeah, I'm part of it. Like I said, I exactly produced it. <laughs> um, were you stoked with anything else that got announced through it? I was kind of hoping... I kind of scrubbed through it a bit. I heard... You know one thing I'm really pumped for? They de-bloated iTunes finally. What do you mean? iTunes was like 200 apps in one. Like it was an app store and iPhone apps were on there and it was just very bloated. Be, like it was basically a terrible app in the last three or four years. Right. You know, it was revolutionary 12 years ago or whatever. You mean the app version or iTunes that's on our computers? The computers one. Oh, I hope that. I hate iTunes updates so much. Well, they got rid of like the app store stuff, like all that bloated stuff. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's me. They finally just made it about music and like media again. Yeah, but they hate that I have have many like hundreds of gigabytes of music already on my laptop they always try and like make it harder and harder to use playlists really and stuff like that yeah i've I'm, i too am the same like i have something like 100 gig of music on my like ssd macbook pro mm-hmm. and it's just like it's the only thing i transfer to a new computer each time yeah, you know yeah, what i mean sure. i mean i don't really need it now i might just put it on a hard drive and treat it like a record collection i know you need it for work i need it for work constantly yeah and it's constantly I, I updated don't... and yeah um but it, that's something I'm excited for because it became like near unusable recently. Yeah, I agree actually. Yeah, it, it, It's famously been like the one product that the whole Apple community has like hated for five years. Like it was great when it came out, but they didn't make it better. They just kept adding to it. You know, that out of this useless shit each update. And it just would be like, you'd, you'd open it and it would start in like a, a minute later, which is kind of unheard of for a native Apple app. Yeah. So I'm actually super excited by that, which is like such a daggy, exciting thing. But, you know, someone who uses podcasts, listen to music a lot, it's like, cool, finally strip it. We'll get podcasts off it as well, right? That, that was another thing that was blown Yeah, out. that's one thing I don't like either. Like, I, I, maybe there probably is a simple setting to fix this and some idiots, uh, some person's going to be like, Angus, you idiot, you just do this. But I hate when I fire it up and it like downloads all of my podcasts. Yeah, it's annoying. It's fun. That I've listened to on my phone and I'm just like, I, I just don't open it now. And then if you delete them all, it unsubscribes you off your phone. Yeah, fix that up. Maybe there's a fix and Mint Lemons is so stupid. Let us know. Um, And don't just write, get an Android. 
Yeah, because we don't do that. So um, we've told you our whole ecosystem is based around this. La- I wanted more of the the uh, HomePod, that new thing that, you know, their little assistant Siri speaker. No, I don't know anything about this. Oh, so that was announced at the developers conference maybe six months ago? Yep. No, three months ago when they announced this baby, iOS 11, where they kind of demoed that. But it's like a kind of the size of that Muji little lamp I have here. Which is the size of like your regular kind of church candle. Yeah, maybe a bit bigger, but it has crazy like speakers, subwoofers and stuff. Um, it connects to your Wi-Fi. It, I think you it signs up like you can sync it to your phone or whatever, but it's just like music in the house, Siri all, all the time and controlling stuff all the time and you can move it around the house. And it's got crazy lasers or something and it detects like how far the wall is and changes the acoustics based on that, Whoa. which is pretty cool. But that's kind of like their okay Google Home thing and stuff. Yeah. I'm kind of curious to see more about that. It's got a tiny little screen on it. And you could, apparently I've been reading like trends are a lot of people putting these things in the kitchen. So they've got music, timer, everything like. Read out recipes. Yeah, shit like that. I'm pretty curious to play with that. I think that's like a very cool evolution for. Feed your babies. Yeah. Like change your babies nappies. Uh, so there wasn't that, which I wanted to see. But you know, I was there for the phone. We're all there for the phone. I kind of wanted, like, because last year they did the Miyamoto came out and they announced Mario Run. I was kind of hoping... Yeah, that's right. Like, you know, part of me was, like, knowing that we're getting a new Nintendo Direct um, tomorrow. Oh, that would have been... Imagine imagine if Miyamoto came back out and they announced Animal Crossing for the phone. Look, I'll never forget the year Apple Music was announced and Drake came out and gave a keynote. That's still (laughs) my favourite Apple... uh, Like, moment keynote ever. And he came out and he bought, like, a jacket, which think the first ever apple team made or something and like he found it on ebay it was like this old leather apple jacket it was just like looking like the biggest dork it was so good (laughs) it was so so good that's so funny fuck it's so drake though as well did you ever see that i don't think so oh man it's so funny it's worth going back and watching he just gives a keynote and he's so good at it. it's like scarily good at it (laughs) do you reckon that could be like what he when he when he retires from rapping 100 yeah becomes the ceo of apple i reckon he's gonna be like mayor of toronto at least like at the bare minimum I've got to find a photo. Those two jobs aren't very similar. They're, they're not similar? Like CEO of Apple and Mayor of Toronto. Oh, yeah, I remember that picture. Yeah. Angus, just show me the picture. I'm pretty sure it was my profile. He looks photo. great. He looks so He looks so natural and stagey speaking. Look, there he is high-fiving like I'm an Apple employee. He's, he's just so great. Um, I mean, one thing I don't like about these Apple keynotes is the fucking hot takes that come out 10 minutes after it's been announced just by every news publication making the same jokes just like yeah we'll try and make a cord that doesn't break it's like dude you use that cord 16 hours a day for two years straight like it's gonna get somewhere and you know what i mean just the fucking vile hot takes that come out no matter what it's the same every year and the ones the ones that like predict like you know one tiny little thing like oh they don't have a volume button anymore apple are over yeah it's like no it's the volume button like you know as we saw last year with the headphone jack and it's like that's like 40... No, that was like... Didn't it, wasn't it like, like something like 60 years old, a headphone jack? It's like, you've got to kind of, you know, let's, let's move forward a bit. And now I can uh, take my phone in the shower. And I do regularly. I do all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly... In the, I've got the, in there. The music sounds great in the shower. I'm always using that speaker. Seriously. Um, so, I mentioned it a minute, a minute ago. Nintendo Direct tomorrow. Uh, the first proper Nintendo Direct in a long time. Oh, well, you're going to go the the 10? You, you, you're thinking that's looking oh, pretty Oh, I would loud? love to. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. play with it. You know what? I, what I, one thing I love is um, not since the iPhone 4S, 4, 4S, uh, 
that was that one that had glass on the back as well. It was like, I, and oh, I yeah, still yeah. think to this day, like the best looking iPhone up until the 10. And now the eight, the nine, no, eight, the eight also has that glass as well. Interesting. And I, I like that return to glass. I think it's, um, it's very nice. Excellent. So I, I'd love to play around with it and kind of see what it's like to use without a home button. Cause I mean, you and I could probably open our phone now, text without looking at it, navigate it, but it's completely, Completely yeah. different. There's no home button. There's almost not a home button on, on the 7, though. It's yeah, a, it's but I mean, there's not even button. tapping down the bottom anymore. It's like a whole new way of doing sure. it. Sure, yeah. The face stuff's interesting. I've seen some like hot takes about that. The face recognition stuff? Yeah. I saw someone say, tweeted like, now girls don't even need to wake you up to, to unlock your phone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, if that's like the one reason you don't want to buy something, you've really got to probably reconsider your yeah totally. like what you're doing <laughs> yeah i um i love I, i'm i'm so intrigued by face recognition software apparently it's a lot safer right i mean this is obviously their spin but in the keynote i was watching it today at work uh i think there was like a one in five hundred thousand chance that somebody else could unlock your iphone with their fingerprint but there's one in a million chance somebody else can with the face Whoa. and it, like detects beards like if you change your look or like have different hair or wear glasses, like it still sees through that. Wow, it's crazy. It uses wild. like all these lasers that know how far, like what your face shape looks like. That's insane. It's pretty nuts. Um, I know like woke people are probably scared of it, but I'm just like, it's, if it means I can do even less to open my phone, I'm so into that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it just seems so like just some bullshit that someone made made up about what the future will be like. It's so good. I can't believe it's happening. <laughs> it's so exciting. We get to witness it. I'll pay $4,000. I don't care. I don't want to touch my phone anymore to use it. And I wonder if there's anything else that that kind of software will be oh, able ads. to do. Oh, 100%. Ads. Yeah, it's going to be ads. Yeah. It'll be like in Minority Report when he's walking around in a train station or something and he's totally. getting served ads just for him. It'll yeah. be that. I use Siri a lot now. Oh, I use it all the time. Yeah, I it's gotten it. so much better, and I think it, I think it's like it learns as well, like based I, off what you ask. My favorite is just yelling out "Hey Siri." Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. And I have it on my, my watch phone. at all times. Yeah, yeah, I'm constantly doing that. Or, I'm actually very surprised I didn't set my phone off just then. Hey, hey Siri. Siri. No. Oh, that my watch got it. What can I help you with? I got low battery. He he doesn't give a fuck. Hey Siri. Do you use guy or girl Siri? Girl Siri. Yeah, I've heard like guy Siri and. It's not like a sexism thing, but it's just not. It's not my Siri. Yeah, man. hashtag not my Siri. Not my Siri. Not, not all Siri's. Not, not not our Siri. I'm a Siri ally, but I think there's enough male assistance in the workplace. Would you play a game called Mario Plus Siri Kingdom Battle? I would play Pork Plus Kingdom Rabbits. Kingdom Recognition. Kingdom Pwn. Um. So Nintendo. I keep trying to get. Yeah, there. Nintendo Direct tomorrow. The first proper one in a long while. Um. They're focusing on. I guess. The next few games, there's going to be a bunch of Mario Odyssey stuff. So this isn't an Indies Direct? No, no, no we've, got, we've got plenty of those. God, there's been some amazing ones. Have we talked about that on the podcast? I'm so excited for that golf story. Oh yeah, golf story looks crazy. Like, like the 16-bit, 16-bit RPG. Kind of RPG where you play golf. There's another <laughs> game called on PS4 called Everybody's Golf that sounds really fun too. What's that, like a Mario golf? It's like an open world golf Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, it looks wild. awesome. I don't know. I don't even like golf, but I'm like, I want to. I want to play two golf games this year. <laughs> yeah, things you never thought you'd say in 2017. Yeah, I want to fuck a rabbit. Yeah, and, <laughs> and JJ Abrams is directing a Star Wars movie. <laughs> um, but have you got anything that you hope they? Do you reckon they'll announce some surprise shit, or you just want confirmations of dates and that kind of thing? Um, I look. I'd go for surprises, please. We need them. Yeah, you know, like we all knew the iPhone 8 was coming. 
Unfortunately, it leaked earlier this week, but it would be nice if the 10 was a surprise. Like, no. there's nothing like a surprise at a like a streaming thing, and it's like a great shared experience. It would be, it'd be great if, you know, what, what's a big thing we could expect? I mean, Animal Crossing. Smash. Smash. A lot of people were predicting that, um, or kind of theorizing. Is this going to be a remake, though? Uh, or one or the other. Like some iteration of Super Smash Bros. is going to show up in the, in, the, in the direct tomorrow. Sure. I'm into that. Yeah, that would be, that'd be a great thing to show up. Smash. Yeah. I'd super he smash protect, that like he button. He smash. Well, yeah, where are you going with this? For most of all, he crashed. He, he, ma- he cra- and it's just Crash Bandicoot. He's joining Smash. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Who would you like to see join? Like a four character, uh, all the rabbits. All the ev- just change every character with rabbits. Every versions. yeah, yeah, totally. Rabbit Smash, Smash Brothers. They're just so funny, aren't they? Rabbit battle. Make cute noises. And they go boah. What's the boah thing? Is that a French? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get it. I love it. I, I love it now. Do your kids like the rabbits? Um, no, I don't know. I don't know what, know what Archie likes it now. Wow, you're losing touch. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna win back the, the age love of, gap's just too big. You're gonna win back the love of your son again. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're taking him. Both of yes. us. Yes, both of his dads are taking him to um, his the, second the Lego movie of the year. Lego Ninjago. I'm really excited for that movie. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's kind of not getting a lot of buzz and stuff. I don't know, maybe because Batman was... Bat- not buzz, like, I mean, I haven't seen any reviews, but it just doesn't seem to be getting the same amount of... Yeah, it, well, Batman didn't really perform as well as everyone was hoping. People didn't like it as much as we did, too. Really? Was that the consensus? Yeah, I think generally, yeah. Oh, wow. Have and you I, watched I, I know it again? The, the, no, I haven't. Looking forward to doing it's it. It's great. The... Um, the actual sets based on the movie did not sell very well as well. Hmm. There was all these big reports that um, Lego's uh, like financials are, are like down like a significant percentage than they were last year. Really? Which is normal. I mean, they're still making a fucking shit ton of money, but yeah. people are like, oh, it's because of the Lego Batman. Really? I don't know. Why didn't people like it? The movie? I don't know. Yeah. I guess it, would, it didn't... You know, we even said that when we reviewed it. It didn't really achieve the same magic that the, the Lego movie did. We'd already seen it, yeah. Yeah. But we like Batman, so... Yeah, all the Batman shit was fucking appealing as hell to me. So. Yeah, like And I thought it was a good movie, too. It was sweet. Yeah, it's a great little family film. Yeah. Yeah, Lego Ninjago. I mean, is that how you say it? Ninjago? Yeah. So, maybe the word's what's putting people off. Yeah. But it's like, it's a pretty popular... They have a, they had a TV series based on the set for a while. And the set. Is that when they used to have their super shitty old CG? Yep. Man, the, what was the Lego character? Jack something? Oh, fuck yeah. And it's like that yeah, yeah. horseshit CG series from like the early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, that looked phenomenal. They should bring, <laughs> they should bring him back. Just have him as a character. Jack, in Lego whatever movie. his name is. Yeah, yeah. They should bring him back and like make it this funny Easter egg. You know, it's just like, who's this tall, lanky, Technic looking dude? <laughs> he looks like Technic, right? Or something. Well, actually, there's, there's Galador. Do you remember Lego Galador? They tried to do these shitty, bell. these shitty action figures when they were like at the at the, the lowest point in the, of their when was that the company's What's history, that like that ninety b- something before they had Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, before all the licensed stuff. Yes, um, and uh, the in the big um, Nin- Ninjago City set, um, which one of us may own, um, uh, one, of, one of the characters is wearing a Galador T-shirt. Oh. In, really? That's really funny. Yeah, See, yeah, I he, want more references he, like that. He's the character Here he is, that owns. Yeah, Jack Stone. Jack Stone. <laughs> Fuck, he looks a, like Tom Cruise. It's, I, I bet he. I, I bet there's an awkward uh, Nintendo DS Jack Stone game. There has to be. Look at that shit font. Oh my god! It's like Animaniacs or something. This guy fucking hates bad fonts. <laughs> this guy, I hate. I'm a font freak. Seriously, <laughs> I am. Um, Is Helvetica your favorite font? It's it's a nice starting point, but it's too obvious. Look at the CG. 
Oh man, it's shocking. It just looks fucked. No, the Ninjago series looked a lot better than that. But it's about a bunch of kids that are starting to be studying to be ninjas. It's like Harry Potter for ninjas. Yeah, but you know Jackie Chan is the voice of like their master in the movie or the TV in, in show. In the movie. Yeah, yeah, I do know that's, that. That's very exciting to me. That's good. It's and good the, the cast is is unreal. Good Dave Franco. Um, you've got Kamal Nanjiani. I fucked his name up real yeah, bad. Yeah, Kamal Nanjiani. Um, you've got uh, the big sick Ben Ben Schwartz. Schwartzman. Um, what was his name on uh, Parks and Rec? Uh, Jean Raffio. Yeah. Um, there's there's all kinds, man. It's it's it's, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a lot of fun for the whole family. And uh, I'm going to feed my kid a lot of junk food so he sits for the entirety of the movie and passes out. <coughs> he didn't do that. No, from the sugar, just like no, he just keeps keeps on burning. Good. Uh, so that's what what we're doing on Sunday. But Angus, let's let's end on what we're doing this Saturday again. Hey, fam live, 104 episodes in. Come get your dick pwned. By we our need live to talk episode. about Kevin. I, love, I like that as a tagline. That was good. Now, was it, we need to talk about Kevin, and you need to be there. And you need to be there. Fam, thank you so much for listening. Next week will be uh, another episode from it's us. It's a relatively quick one. Yeah, this is it. No, it's yeah, it's good. A fucking hour. That's what we said. We'd be like, let's make it quick, but it's still. Still good to know our quick ones are long ones. That's true. Um, we've got, well, I guess the, ne- the next episode will be our live episode. Um, up for, oh, yeah, we'll be, brother. But, but if you can make it to go see it, it will be a much better experience. Yeah, we're going to put it up for free. We're not going to pay all this shit. No. That's we're not, we're not would, psychopaths. Lesser people would do that. Um, but uh, enjoy your morning, first and foremost. Have a Jackstone day. And uh, if, look, if, if there are opportunities to get your dick pwned before Saturday, hold off. Jack Stone looks fucked. I can't stop looking at him. Would you if would, would you allow Jack Stone to pwn your dick? I I, I like, would can love you to see pwn his, his brown, dick, but his I brown. Just, I, well, you know, one thing Lego people do have is taint. I don't think they have brown or C- CG taint area. <laughs> I think they literally have like CG taint area. Man, he looks so bad. Yuck! Look how gross that is. Let's Photoshop ourselves with Jack Stone. Jack Stone. Yuck! Ugh. He was great in Blue Juice, though. He's <laughs> yeah. I hope he's doing okay. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Enjoy your morning. See you next time. Bye.